welcome to Who Be The Song, Season 6, Episode 30, where we watch Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz, and podcast doesn't buy you swagger. This is Brian, and this podcast is going to turn into a shit show. This is Noah, and I want a sugar daddy, but I don't have to give him sugar. Hey guys, I'm Max. I'm 31. I'm a model slash influencer. Um, and I have never had a, a orange in my life. Hmm. Very interesting, Max. Uh, so if you're listening to us for, for the first time, we watch a different reality show each week, discussing it in minute detail, figuring if it's good or bad. So last week we watched, what did we watch last week? I don't even remember. Uh, uh, it, Singles Inferno. Singles right? Inferno mm. on Netflix. And we had a Twitter poll figuring out if it was good or bad from the audience. And we had a tie between top and middle third. Uh, so that I think we had mostly middle thirds last week. So now we're all kind of the same page. Yeah. Well, if you want us to let us know what you thought about Joe Millionaire, you can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You vote in the poll. And Noah, what is Joe Millionaire? Joe Millionaire for Richard Porter. It's a fresh take on the original Joe Millionaire dating series that took the world by storm in 2003. Joe Millionaire for Richard or Poorer features two incredible single men with one huge difference separating them. One is a millionaire and the other is definitely not. 18 women date both of them with no knowledge of which of their potential love interests is well As love connections are made and each guy finds his perfect match, the women must ask themselves what is more important, love or money? That is Joe Millionaire for Richard or Poorer on Fox. Fox a Fox. Yeah. So this is Double Shot at Love, The Bachelor, with two people. Uh, it's not a whole lot different about the show. No? I, no. I do love that it has that Double Shot of Love angle. You know? I do like that it's Double Shot of Love. I don't like that the people know that somebody is not rich. Oh, you think it would be better if they both thought they were both rich? Yeah. No, because that was one of the problems that was with the other one. Yeah. Where- I mean, the problem you have here, which is the problem with Joe Millionaire, is that if you say you're rich, and then at the end, like, it's really hard to be like, yeah, I lied to you for the last, like, month. It's just, like, that's just not a great way to start a relationship. But- Chris. Uh, Fox aired I Want to Marry Harry. You, know, you can just imply <laughs> that you're rich. The best reality shows are the ones that are deeply problematic. But it's we fine. also didn't like I Want to Marry Harry, which if you did not know was a, like a sequel to Joe Millionaire where somebody they pretended this guy was a was Her- Prince Harry from like an actual royalty. You can listen to our podcast and figure out if you know you want to watch that or not. I, I wouldn't really suggest it. But yes, they do specifically call out in, in this version, you know, on the previously on Joe Millionaire, uh, you know, it was about deception. Now it's about making connections. Yeah. So essentially there's 18 women, there's two guys and the best part of the show, the Butler and you know, they're dating, you know, they're typical. They're dating know, the and- Butler. Yeah, the butler. The butler's definitely involved in this. Mm-hmm. It's like the producer's hand in the show, but like really in the show, unlike just behind the show. Uh, yeah, that's kind of overall what the show's about. Well, before we dive into this, do we want to briefly touch on the old Joe Millionaire, which was way worse? Take it uh, away, Brian. I, I was going to bring it up at the end. Okay, that's fine. But because I, I think that it'll be better to talk about the show than we can talk about the contrast of the old show. Uh, so let, let's talk about all the women showed up at this like mansion. And is this mansion in Europe again? Where was this mansion? They don't I, say where it is. Ain't uh, no way. Lakeshore Manor. Yeah, definitely Lakeshore seems Manor. like a COVID production. Yeah, I imagine. But the uh, the only like hint we get right is. There's a nice pool, and clearly it's like warm enough to go in. Uh, the outside is the pool seems cold, but the other one is that there's a honky tonk bar. So we got to figure like 
Midwest-ish. Uh, it's in beautiful Gainesville, Georgia. Of course. Oh, okay. Okay. The original France. Gainesville, home of uh, lots of tax breaks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So this was in Lakeshore Manor is what the name of it was called. And all the women show up in, like, fancy, really fancy dresses. And then, like, we get introduced to the two gentlemen and the butler. Uh, what's his? Kurt and Steven. Yeah. Um, they get a brief introduction to the women, like, from a balcony. Then they go home. Like, we're, they don't even go to, like, their living quarters for the rest of the show. I was very confused well, there was a Chris. Thing. Yeah, we gotta talk about this immediately. This is—I've never seen a show immediately go off the rails quite like this. Definitely. Okay, it's tee it up. So, okay, so you got the two guys, and they're sort of up on this balcony, looking down at the eighteen girls, and they haven't revealed this whole twist that you know one of them is rich and one of them is poor yet. But, uh, you know, this guy's looking down and he's like, oh, shit, I know her. And the girl is like, oh, shit, I know that guy. It turns out that they matched on Hinge at some point. And the problem is her being among the women completely destroys the, like, you know, is this guy rich or is that guy rich? The premise. And I I almost thought this was planted by the producers, but I don't think it was. Like, it, it completely screwed up their plans. I think the original plan was, you know, the two guys go out there on the balcony and they come down and the host says, hey, guess what? One of them is rich and one of them is not. Um, but the uh, production just got so screwed up by this situation. But, that, I mean, that that's possible because they definitely do it at a weird time. All right. After this, like the next event, like it was ve- it was weird because it seemed like they were going to tell it. They told the butler to go out and do it. And then they waited to the next day for the butler to do it. So you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. But I have never, never seen something just like it, oh. it's it's nice to get a, a glance behind the curtains kind of. What do you mean? We watched that like were you here when we watched that Netflix like metal art show art show where like three people broke the rules for like the pre show task? Like Okay. Yes, but there was a sense of surprise in this one that that did not satisfy. I mean, this literally would have ruined the whole show if that guy didn't say anything. Whereas, like, if somebody cheats, like, they cheat, like, whatever. Like, but it's not the only production I think that has been, like, terrible. That's fair. I, this actually gave me a couple questions. One, do you think that this was a setup? Do you think that this is sponsored by hand? Just like get a quick plug. <laughs> um, I, I don't think so. But okay. So then do you ever think that this show got ruined? Like, do you think they tried to reboot this already? And it's just like, okay, this cast can't go because somebody no, fucked up. I don't think so. To get 18 women to quarantine for two weeks and be on this stupid show. Like, oh, I, oh I agree. Like they're going through extensive measures. They, they just change the premise of the show. If this happens, yeah. like if they don't mm-hmm. notice, then they just scrap that, and then it's just double shot. Yeah, that's fair. Have a backup plan. I, I like that they really showed it. Like they easily could have swept it under the rug. You know, like hey, we got to reshoot instead of eighteen of you, it's seventeen of you. <laughs> like. It was cool that they kept it in. Uh, it was a nice behind. Is it? I, I think to Brian's point here is that they like showed their ineptitude. That's really so. How put yourself in a producer's shoes, right? Like, so Steve McBee has forty-seven thousand Instagram followers. You're going to go through each of them and then cross-reference, like have yes. a computer do it. I don't <laughs> think they have. I mean, I'm sure you could scrape it, but like. You then the second me. one, they they matched on Hinge. Like you can't like. But they gonna, she, she does follow her. On, they do follow like the Instagram followers a thing. Like yeah, I don't. This know if is, you'd I mean, that this is basic things. That makes it good. I don't know. 
when producers go to reality TV school in the future, <laughs> this will be in the textbooks. It definitely is. <laughs> Do you yeah. think there, there's a reality TV class or like a, a degree you can get? Yeah, um, the the Salsano School of Reality TV. <laughs> Follow-up question. Do you think that this show is an example of like, hey, we should keep rebooting this or hey, no, stop this? Because it seems like they're not getting the message. Uh, I don't know. Like, does that mean like Futurama, where they keep rebooting it, or what? Uh, Futurama, yeah, but at least like that show is okay. This premise is not okay. At least they tried to make it a little okay. They they did. They, they tried. They that- tried. They they really they took the premise. And they're like, how can we make this not super bad? And they just made it kind of. Bad. Yeah, it's now where, like, you're, you don't necessarily have to, like, dive into it. Like, obviously, everybody's, like, trying to find out, but, like, you can, nah. It is kind of like, you're still kind of lying. Yeah. Or, you know, you're just not answering a question. I I can guarantee you that there's some lying, because they're, like, purposely, like, trying to think of, like, other ways to just be, like, oh, yeah, maybe I should be holding the glass this way so that, like, they don't, uh, they can't tell that I already know how to hold the glass. Um, I, I got to take a quick detour to the corner. I, okay. I am so surprised. I don't know how we never got here. Not only is there one class and degree you can get in reality TV, uh, and it's it's not like some podunk schools. UCLA, you can get a full like class, four credits in directing, producing reality TV. NYU has not uh, producing, but more of like the study of reality TV and how it affects culture. And then there's is a it bunch part of, of Tish? Them. But this is just a class. We're talking about like a whole degree. Yeah, as, as a whole degree, um, it doesn't seem to be, but there are a bunch of classes that you can get. And that totally makes sense. I would be fine learning about it. Like, it would actually be interesting to just take that, like, uh, how does it affect society class? No, no, no. We got to take the producing one. We're trying to be reality show producers. It, it, it's like a whole mix, but like, Reputable schools, yeah. Some are production, some are cultural impact. All right, let's let's move oh, on. Max, t- sorry, it's not at Tish. It's in their like continuing education school. Well, let's talk you. about the two people here. First, we got Kurt. He's the actual millionaire. He's a CEO. No, uh, no, Chris. He's Chris. A CEO. <laughs> Steven. It said CEO. They're both CEOs. No, he's They're not both the CEOs. actual millionaire. Kurt. Steven's a million. Steven. Oh, Steven's a million. Sorry. <laughs> no, the whole premise of the show. You got got. You got no, got. No, I had I had Steven in my head and I said Kurt. <laughs> their names no they don't say their names all. Anyway, all right. Steven, he's a millionaire, CEO of his family's farming and ranch company. He has a helicopter. He loves flying the helicopter. He made his own lake. We're talking that's where we're talking. That's the level rich we're talking about. And where the fuck he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. His net worth is $10 million. According to the show. Unclear what the corner says about that. We also don't really care. Anyway, seems pretty fun. Seems like a pretty pretty nice guy. From, like, the edit, at least. Yeah, I mean, I would also say this thing about Kurt. Like, I, he's Yeah, like, well, we'll get to Kurt. Seems like Kurt, a nice he's a CEO yeah. of some construction management company. And uh, he seemed like a nice guy, but he's not worth $10 million. That's all we know. They are, however, both CEOs. I wonder if the twist at the end of the show is that Kurt is really worth like $100 million. Damn. Because they specifically say say one of these guys is worth $10 million. One of these guys is not. Yeah, they never say how much he's worth. And I would put I would put some money down. I'd put a bet down on uh, a TikTok here that he's worth more than ten million dollars. Chris, I'm interested in this bet, but let's follow this up after we talk about the show. I they they make clear that they say one is wealthy, one is not. I don't think they contradict but, that at all. I don't yeah. think they ever say mm. he's not wealthy. They imply he's not wealthy. But they never actually say. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been on Kurt's Instagram 
and Steve's. Both their Instagrams are very underwhelming, which is surprising. Um, I mean, it could be. Could be. I mean, this episode, this season isn't fully done. So there yeah. is. Um, I have a couple things I want to talk about about these two dudes. Go ahead. Well, one, one specifically. So, you know, we got Kurt and Steven or Steve, Steven. Uh, Steven is the rich one. He says when he shows up and meets the butler, the first thing out of his mouth is, I've never met a British man in my life. <laughs> this dude has, this dude has $10 million. And he's never met a British man in his life. He really likes to I stay just, out in this podunk town and not go anywhere. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Not a lot of British people in that ranching business, apparently. Yeah, I can see Spend that fucking money on getting out of Galveston, Missouri. I don't get it. I don't That's understand. That's how you stay rich. He, st- he spends that money on that helicopter. That helicopter, yeah. you turn that on, that's a hundred bucks. Every minute, you turn, hundred bucks. You, you turn that helicopter on, that'll bring you to fucking Britain. I don't <laughs> I understand. Don't so. That helicopter getting you like 10 bucks. Do not fly a helicopter over the ocean. <laughs> Got some Amelia Earhart shit going on. Now. <laughs> what, is, what is more disconcerting to you guys? That one of these men has never met a British man or that one of these men has never eaten an orange? Orange, for sure. Orange. Uh, oh, a, a point for him being richer is that he said he's been to like every country in South America and Europe. You know, oh, uh, we're talking about Kurt, who is supposedly not the rich one. Yeah, correct. He, he's well traveled. He's cultured, and I feel like it has all of the contestants like triple guessing themselves. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm telling you, one's rich, one's richer. Yeah, I mean, good trust. Which spoiler alert? There is a twist at the end of the original Two Millionaire, which oh, we can talk shit. about later. Uh, yeah, so we gotta talk about this butler. This butler is so good. The butler was in the original show. The butler here is great. It's like buddy buddies with the two of them. They have cool powwows. The butler goes out and does like the hard work and tells like the ladies like, hey, time to leave. Like, this butler mechanic is great. I love him. Is it the same guy? No, No, different butlers. Yeah. Different people. Okay, but... Now, we've seen how these two guys interact. It's a real bromance. How's the butler going to fit into this bromance? I don't know. The butler's just there as a wingman. He's like, he definitely played a wingman in the original, and he's trying to play the wingman here, too. He like, I mean, they play it kind of up a bit because it's like, yeah, you should have gotten rid of that person, you know? Or like, you shouldn't have gotten rid of that person. Like, it's definitely like a producer nudge sometimes, I think. And the butler can really get in there and do that. But I think the butler seems like so broy and so like on their team that it's a great dynamic. I think three of them, every scene, with the three of them is amazing. Yeah. I mean, he plays the character really well. Like it's like in the movies, it's like the dorky, like, uh, like I forgot, I forgot the character's called, but he's like, Alfred, the comic release. He's, he's Michael Caine. Yeah. He's Michael Caine. Yeah. Mm. Or I Jeff think he plays more of the OG Batman 1990. Alfred. I'm gonna go more Jeffrey from uh, Fresh Fresh Prince, the Michael Caine. That's fair. Sure, he's got like a cool vibe going. Yeah. Not enough Jeffrey. burning though. <laughs> yeah, no. not enough burns. Uh, yeah. So that that's for the positive parts about the show. Let's talk about the women. In the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, burn. are you implying that those are the <laughs> negative parts? Oh, I'm implying that the three of them. Or the positive parts of the show, and that's about it. Uh, it could be the more positive sh- part of it. <laughs> Let's see. The, Twist. So, like, the first night, nothing happens. We talked about that. Next day, they kind of meet up behind the, the manor, and, like, they find out the twist. Then they, like, grill Steven and Kurt, and, like, Kurt has a connection with somebody. Steven, whatever, doesn't matter. Then they leave. Anyone have anything to talk about this the scene? So honestly, we I tried like write down all, everybody's name. It was flying there too are, fast. There are so many. It, there are twenty total people. 
21 if you include the yeah, butler. Like, but like yeah. there's so many people. There's too many people. There's too many. People. This might, they don't even really might, try to introduce all of them, which is nice. Yeah, but they nice. all just yeah. kind of end up being a sea of random women that you're like, it's just terrible. It's just not good. To a degree, I, I think they did a lot better. Like, there's a lot of things about the show that I think they executed extremely well. The one, not like going too deep in introductions, and two, even though there's so many people, I do feel like you got like a good amount of characters, and it wasn't like over-indexed on just who's going to get kicked out of the episode, which is very typical for uh, episode one. I don't know. I didn't. Well, my problem is I didn't really care. I don't really care about the sketch rooms. I don't care these 20, 20 women with one guy. Like I just like it's a very weird relationship. I don't know how you sign up for this and how you're like, well, we're are we clicking? Are we not clicking? There's no one ever comes in and is like episode one is like, I don't like you and leaves. Like no one does that. I'm like, we have like seen. Happen. I believe we've seen a season of The Bachelor where that happens. Don't very worry. rarely. Like I'm sure, I'm sure it might happen. I'm, I'm like oh, wait, generalizing. Too no, much. like no, it happened on like either Rock of Love or the Tila Tequila one. Just like I'm not feeling this. I'm out. It just seemed, and then they're like so excited to stay in this house. To like what? To like these people didn't like you. Like what do you do? Like just leave. Like it just it's very weird, and I I get disconnected all the time while trying to watch these shows. Yeah, no, that's because you're assuming that they're not acting. They're acting. They're happy to be on television. I mean, at the end of this, we'll talk. We, I mean, we could talk about this, but like one of the women was so excited to not get kicked out of the show. I was like, what's wrong? Like, where is this excitement coming from? You're just trying to hang out with these women? Like, what? what? No, it's an extra $5,000 per episode or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good point, Max. Hmm. You think it's that much? Think no, about it's, not. Yeah. it's like it's like one or two dollars per episode. If they can't pay the producers to check Instagram, they're not paying these people that much. <laughs> you guys, think, oh, it's so easy, so easy. <laughs> good burn, good burn, good burn. Put that on the put it on the the outside of the box. <laughs> Brian's gonna get so many hate tweets from producers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get it because they know that they're better than this. They know they wouldn't fuck up. So we, we love when productions are bad. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they, you know, after this, this is where the real meat and potatoes of the show comes out. They do this date. So half the women go with Kurt. Half the women go with Steven. Steven goes to like a country bar and they line dance. And then Kurt takes the other half to like Walt's class a cotillion. Like I had never heard of cotillion. Anyone know what a I don't even I, know what you're saying right now. Cotillion. Did you watch yeah, a show? I've heard, no. <laughs> I didn't really. I have heard the word before. If you asked me to define it, I would not be able to. Uh, anyway, the real thing here is that Steven goes out and looks like he has a time his fucking life. Eight women just fucking like spew it like one like they're just like he's and they're out like getting drunk doing shots on a shot ski they're playing beer pong they're having a blast then they go back and have a pool party and he's getting his boxers everyone's in their underwear just like this is like the time of your life anyone had this night this would be amazing this would be exactly what you want and then steven's at this fancy dinner that looks so boring we don't even see the fucking dinner really then we don't no, then they, yeah. like waltz don't really see anyone waltz like a couple shots of waltzing then so much drama <laughs> around like somebody gets too drunk and just like I, there, I don't even know what the drama was about just like imagine the most boring reality show drama you can possibly remember um so in this case, one is like, oh, this other girl's wearing the same dress as I am. Who gives a fucking shit? There's, it, 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 this, this has to be the outfits are provided by the show, right? Yeah, yeah they of were. Course. Of course. They made that pretty clear Absolutely. they were provided by the show. And this yeah, so of course you can't get mad about it. And some girl, you know, is, uh, not, not happy about this, uh, 
this conflict addresses. No. It's like, the same just person garbage very... drama, not interesting at all. That was the same person that was very excited to stay on the show at the end, too. Correct. Yeah, I, I the whole uh, Cotillion, her just played it really poorly. Like, if you're going in that situation, first thing you gotta do is spice it up. Be like, yo, take your shoes off, we're taking shots. Like, cause otherwise the whole night gets us like thick tension. And no, I think he I, just fucked it up. I don't think he has access to that. I think he's given like a limited sub thing of set of things to do. And he has to work within that. He, he doesn't have like a lot of opportunity. I don't know. I, it looks like they're really calling a lot of the shots on the show. Um, I, I think he could have set the mood to be much more chill instead. Like he just didn't know how to play it. And, Therefore, there's this, like, tense I mean, I don't know how to play. Like, you go to a country bar, and you have, like, seems like a fun environment, and then I go to this fancy place, and it's like, we're waltzing. Like, yeah. like I, I'm sure there's a better way. He definitely played it wrong. I agree with Ganoa. Like, he did a bad, he did a really bad job. But the production, like, set him up for, like, to for it to be kind of. Oh yeah, like one of these is so much easier to handle. Yeah, like I don't think he did a bad job necessarily. I think he just played it as you'd expect. I think to crush it though, you have to recognize like, oh man, this is gonna be a long, boring ass evening. Let me spice this up real fast. Well, it's just like it's so much more of like women hanging out talking while nothing's happening because it's like fancy dinner, you're eating, nothing's happening, you're just talking. Then he is waltzing with one person just like they're just they're not they're not doing yeah like that's exactly it like even like at the country bar you'd be like oh yeah we're all doing like a group dance great what type of dancing is a group dance at this fancy ball there's nothing like there's also like other activities like beer pong shotsky where it wasn't anything like that at uh the bar or sorry the ball I, 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 I totally agree. I, I, the situation makes itself really difficult to get there. But I think with him being in, in control of this, which like these shows are centered around the guy, I think he can take the reins and be like, yo, let's not make this a formal thing. Let's get busy. I, I don't think he has any choice in that. Like, I think like if, if he could, like he could have like added like anything to it and made it better. Like, I don't think he has any choice in the matter. You know what this production really did? they made it seem like I was there. Like, it made it seem like excruciatingly boring and yeah. drama-filled. I didn't want to be at that party, no. but this this, like, edit of the show was excruciatingly boring, and I didn't care. And it was at least, it must have been 15, 20 minutes. It was so long. Yeah, I, was, I, yeah. This literally, I think, takes the show probably from a minute, like, had a decent chance to be middle third to at least like no ways above a bottom third. It's it was so boring. You guys talked about this as the meat of the show. I couldn't disagree more. I was so dialed out during both of these things. I mean, at least the one I'm like that looks really fun. I'm like, let's see people do more of that dancing on the bar. Like, I don't want to see people just like eating a fancy dinner. Like, that's so boring. Well, they wanted to get the drama out, right? Because you know, even just like TFT situations, you know how they're going to go. For the most part. Like, they're just made for it. But I think uh, Max wanted to talk about uh, cold skin and water. We can go back to the pool party, but I just want to make it abundantly clear that this was fucking terrible. And I hated it. I mean, this is the one thing that production was just an asshole about. Because they purposely... Did the two dress thing? No, I don't think they did. I think they did. Everyone had dress on their bed, and at the end, the, what the edit made it seem is like person wasn't happy with their dress, and they found like three possible dresses. She picked one. Somebody else had the same dress, and then she asked her to not wear that dress. She did it anyway, which made her upset. Like, okay. what is stupid? Like, I agree I, with you. Production could have said no, you're not allowed. But that's, you know, then it wouldn't be a rally TV show. So the reason I thought it was like a setup of drama was because she was like, I'm not going to stress out about this whole dress thing. Not like guys notice what girls are wearing anyway. And then immediately after, <laughs> well, he that says, was... 
that was the edit because it was a confessional into yeah. like what he said at the dinner right but that's like, per- like it feels set up yeah i mean the producers could have been obviously asked like what do you think about her yeah. wearing suit dresses to you they definitely asked that question like yeah. they yeah they tuned it up i don't think i need to take that class to know what that question was <laughs> They're putting a whole class about that, like asking leading questions in the confessional. Yeah, I mean, and then Rachel, this girl Rachel, mm. like doesn't want to dance, so she gets really drunk. Yep. At least they make it seem like she was really drunk, right? Mm. I mean, she acted like a fucking toddler, so like I don't like she was just bawling and crying about something I don't even know what it was, and I was just like, and but she kept doing it, like she's like. Like, it's not like, go away. She went away and then come back and be the same human being. She went away. She came back. She's bawling still and crying about something. Then they go in the van and she's still, like, screaming about something. I I don't get it. I don't know. Like, yeah. I was I, just, I, it really went little, forever. Yeah, I, I, I felt a little bad for her because they threw a lot of, like, woman stereotype, like, character tropes on her. It was like, the the shrieking woman, the crying bitch, like the girl gets yeah. drunk. They kind of just she, like I mean, she did all that. Like I don't think that like no one else got those any of those stereotypes because they didn't do it. Yeah, I, I mean, not that we know. As we know, there's so much footage taken and all this stuff, and put together the storyline we want. I, I was a little disappointed with that. Like, even if she did it or not, it, it was a little too much of like <laughs> you were a little disappointed in that. Is this the point in this whole segment? <laughs> uh, one other thing, I I'm gonna leave this segment with an upside, but maybe not upside, but another segment. Uh, there was Sarah or some, I think it was. Uh, anyway, somebody mm-hmm. had like giant lip injections that looked terrible. I yeah. can't stand lip injections. That was uh the 22 year old inf- influencer. Yeah, that's not bad. No. Um, but, we gotta get back to Max. I, I think yeah, he wants yeah. to like get that pool party. Yeah, I mean, does does this officially mean we're getting into minutia? Sorry, that's my microwave. I I think we should. I mean, let's take a drink. <laughs> the pool party's fun. Uh, pool party. We gotta talk. So the guy jumps in. He's like, "Oh shit! It's fifty degrees Fahrenheit. I'm having some serious shrinkage right here. I should have stayed in my jeans." I thought that was a funny, probably real moment for him. He felt very cool. Like, like I would have loved to have been at that party with that guy. But also the women, most of the women confessions were like, oh, he's so hot. So, like, while they were, yeah. like, the edit, they were like, into it. intercut those things together. So, like, I don't know how, like, connected they really were. But, yeah. Uh, after this, like, pool party and whatever... They kind of get together and they do the elimination ceremony. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They take four. They take four people aside as the team low, and then they kick off two of them. And one person is very excited. They're so like she's so excited. Can't emphasize how excited this person was. Yeah. Uh, and then the other person comes back, and they have to like bleep it when she gets in the room with all the women. It was so we- like I can't. It was so weird. I mean, she, I didn't understand what was bleep there. I think she just came in. So she came in like just kind of like uh, posing like a monster, and I'm pretty sure she just yelled, "Bitch!" Yeah, it was something like that. Like, or I, I thought they yelled like they were so excited. They're like, "Oh shit!" You know, like um, they did some. They did some deep bleeping. Yeah, but I, I was surprised they brought her back on. So. There was this one girl that they brought back on. She was 33. And in Joe Millionaire world, that is ancient, uh, dried up piece of meat. Um, and so they were talking how old she is. Oh, we can't have her around. Um, but I, I was surprised they brought her back in despite not wanting someone over the age of 30. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey. I- it was weird that they only cut off two people in this episode. I thought that was... Yeah, there's really so weird. many people. So many people. Vote out more. You gotta vote out more people. And they, they were like, it was so hard to get rid of two people. You realize you gotta get this down to two people. And you can't just like... It only gets harder. Yeah. I, I hate when I say things like that on these shows. Like, 
it's so hard. I never thought I'd have to deal with this type of decision. <laughs> like, oh, just why? Why are you saying this? Have you seen reality shows before? Like, come on. Yeah, that's first I mean, time. I agree that, like, it's unique. Like, I, I I know that, like, they agree to this, but at the same time, you don't realize what you're getting into until you're in the situation. Yeah, I mean, it's probably harder than you think it is. Like, I think it would be hard. I would say that that was really hard. And then knowing in my head that the next time is going to be even harder. Right. Right. But I would also say that. But does it make the edit? I don't know. I actually think it's going to get easier. And then as there's fewer people, then it's going to get harder again. Yeah, that's true. Uh, That's fair. It's probably with 18 people and you'll eliminate two. There's probably a good five, six people who are like, "Uh, I don't know, maybe. And then the maybe is easy. Maybe has gone. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like 18 cutting two. I mean, you're right. It should be easy. Well, Cake. One of them was also, the, the two that one. they the, the two that they cut, like, I, you know, one was easy. The other one was just like, who? One yeah. was like a city girl. Right. They didn't like the city girl. And one was black. So. No, no, no. no. You mixed it up. It's like, it's like a horror movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, Chris, uh, the black girl was the city girl, oh, okay. and so when the compatible, then the other girl was the Olympic bronze medalist. Oh, yeah, the, the interrupter. Yeah. It was too one track minded. Yeah, too too one track. I mean, I think it would have been hard because you like didn't really meet these people. Like, if you were like not on the date with them, the like group date, you would have like talked to them for like I don't know, maybe an hour as like yeah. a whole group. Like, who knows how long that, like, grilling conversation was. So, like, right. I think that that would make it harder because you don't really know who they are. Like, yeah, you don't know shit. And then that's the end of the episode. Great. Two hours of my life. 85 minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, enough. If, if you had ads. Or yeah, if you have ads, then you're, you're lucky. If you uh, had ads, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, should, any minutia people want to talk about? Oh, go ahead. So, uh, at the end, the guys were like, I found a lot of, uh, easy bake cookies. And then they revealed the cookies that they baked and they looked closer to burnt than good. And how do you fuck that up so bad? Come on. They weren't that bad. No, I'm judging so hard. (laughs) They do not know how to deal with cookies. Yeah, they were, they were a little overcooked, but they weren't burnt. So I'll give them, I like, who knows if anyone ate it. Those girls ain't eating cookies. They're all way, they're all very, very skinny. Yeah, they probably have some some eating disorder. Um, there was one thing. I mean, we talked about it briefly with Max at the beginning. Is that he didn't eat an orange. <laughs> uh, but like in that same conversation, like there was some point where he ate cake off of somebody's thumb. And that set somebody down some sort of weird rabbit hole, like hated sucking thumbs. I was very confused. Yeah. So, yeah, he's at O'Brien. Oh, do you want to chime in? Nope. Yeah. Go so ahead. Kurt is at, at, at the c- cotillion with his broccoli of woman. Um, and he's having a, t- a good time. It's more with of a harem him. than a brothel person. You are, you are right. It's a harem. I, that's what I thought of. And I was like, I think broccoli. Anyway, Max is breath. So he's out there with his harem. Um, he gets a little bit of time in the room, but he's really vibing with Kayla. Um, he plays piano with her. They're all jealous that they play the piano together. And then Kayla gets a little cake on her thumb while all the girls are standing in a, a, a circle. Kirk comes over, puts his mouth on her thumb to lift the cake off, and the girls lose their shit that Kirk goes full thumb. To quote one of the girls, this is already an intense situation, and now I'm seeing thumb sucking. Yeah, that's just not COVID safe. <laughs> that's just, how you get COVID. Nah, no. <laughs> uh, um, I have a couple other quotes from like the intros. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so during Brickell's, uh intro, she asks herself, have I gotten so low that I can't get a man on my own? And the producer chimes in, well, apparently you have. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was really was good. good. Oh, yeah. That's one of the best producer lines I think I've seen. Yeah, yeah them getting sassy is awesome as well. Yeah. Um, and then there was another point where somebody said, I was dating this guy, and he said he wasn't ready for a girlfriend, 
but he was like 33. Baby, you're about to be on AARP. The 44. Oh, 44. He was 44. Yeah. But then I think that was one of those 33 that said uh, that she was a travel blogger and wasn't ready to have kids for like three or four years. And like, he wants three kids. Like, there's no way you're getting more than one kid. Right. Like, maybe two. If you're really Russian. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, I have some quotes people said. Uh, I, I referenced one of them at the beginning. Money doesn't buy swag mm. is what I think Kurt says it. But yeah. it is a reference to season one, uh, the finale, when oh. the woman that won said the said that to the uh, Joe Millionaire, that money doesn't buy swag. Damn, he did his like research. Yeah, deep cut, deep cut. That's good. Uh, there was also when the butler was like telling them the twists. He was like, "What's a reality show without some twists?" Mm. A much better British accent than I can say. Yeah. Um, then somebody in their confessional said, uh, "This ain't no friends club. We're trying to find a man." Man. <laughs> Uh, those are those are the the minor minutiae I have. Yeah. I, I, I'll give one minutia credit to the contestants. I actually thought the diversity of contestants were pretty good. Like they had some attorneys. They had one woman who was like a millionaire herself. They had the Olympian. They had some younger girls, some older girls. The one thing that was all in common, they were all like stupidly attractive. But um, I, I I thought it was actually better on these girls seem a bit different than each other than a lot of these other shows where they seem like cookie one, cookie two. I mean, when you have 18 possible slots to fill, it's a lot easier to do that. Yeah. All right, Max. Max. Go ahead. So, um, you know, before each commercial break, they would show coming up next. And during these coming up next, you know, stingers, they would have basically the most recognizable like rich person music classical music you could think of like you know vivaldi but with like dance beats under it so it's like dun 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 you know that was really good max i think i'm gonna sample that i think i'm gonna sample that make the new intro with that all right so let's talk about the og millionaire so today uh i popped it on my side tv joe millionaire season one episode one it's on joseph Tubi. millionaire it's on tuvi tuvi something like that tuvi uh, yeah so this this you'll love this max so episode one 20 women 20 women and then they they eliminate you know how many people they eliminate season episode one four eight, eight people God they go bless. from 20 people to 12 people. You know, back in the day, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Post 9 11, so they knew to eliminate as like, many man, people this as possible. Moving. Uh, and then, you know how many people they eliminate in the second episode? They go from 12 people to five people. Holy sh. How long was the season? It's like nine episodes, I think. The last episode's a reunion show, so it's really eight. Then seven was like some weird non-show. So it was like, there's really only seven episodes. That's nuts, but I kinda, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Like, I was like, one of the things I wrote down was like, oh, man, we're moving. Like, you just like, like, they have 20 people. You don't care about those 20 people when eight of them are gone. I have a, I have a question for you. Um... God, what is the show that, within the show's lore, it's called The Lap of Luxury? It's the one where everybody else is pretending to be a character, except the one guy. It's kind of like... Oh, yeah. Um, what? I know the name. Joe Schmoster. Joe Schmoster. Yeah. This is um, in the same vein of unethical reality shows, really. So my question is, in the original Joe Millionaire, what did they think the name of the show actually was? Uh, they were just on a Bachelor. 
They were like, this guy's worth $50 million. He inherited $50 million. They, they didn't know, just, like, oh my God, I'm on, you know, something show. No, they had I well, I don't know what they thought it was. They the edit never you know, will tell you. They just thought they were in a okay. bachelor. Um The edit also made the women look very shallow. Because like the dude comes out and they're like, Yeah, I'm worth fifty mil. And it's just like everyone's like got their gold digging eyes out. But it's just like I'm sure every one of us would have been said something that they could take and make look so shallow. Unless you're really conscious about not saying anything, shallow. Yep. So I thought they did a really disingenuous job there. To Brian's point, that they were gaslighting them all along too. So like, not only were they gaslit, they were like made to look like a really shallow, poor like representation of humanity. Which I don't know if wasn't paying enough attention to know if those were the women that got eliminated or not. It's hard to tell. That was something that was like also called out like during all the intros. Like they all said like either oh, I'm kind of in it for love or I'm in it for money. So uh, another note I have down was the second episode was really fun. So hmm. uh, the guy he like works construction or something whatever. So he's like yeah. a blue collar guy, and he made them do like really blue collar work. Like he's like we're gonna go on a group date together, and they had to like. They were like going for a picnic and there was fruit. They had to go pick the fruit in the fields. People weren't, weren't happy about that. And then they had to shove coal into the train to get the train. Like they took a train ride. And then they had to shovel horseshit to get for their like horse riding date. It was, they were really stepping it up. In the show. I think the first two episodes of the show were really good. I thought that like hmm. really, really stepping their game. But again, so, I was really half watching it. So, so you you'd be like more top for OG, but bottom it seems like for the newbie. Oh yeah, I mean spoilers. This the, the new one's bottom third easily. Well, there's well, no question. Yeah. I think I I popped on the finale, and that was really though. The finale was so bad. Like, you know, there's two women left, and like the first hours, kind of like a bring these 19 women back and like talk about like shit about each other and the guy it's like i made that five minutes episode i don't don't even know what the fuck that episode was but then the second episode was an hour of him picking one guy one girl the other and what she says and like it was weird because they were friends it's just like way too much downtime and there was like that's rough so if you just watch the finale it was just like terrible so I, I don't know. I don't know where it would go. Probably middle third, knowing that the finale was off. But then first two episodes are great. The, the thing about this show, like, it's a double feature. Like, they tend to do that. Like, we're judging a little harshly based on like a very, very long episode. Oh yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta start with the banger, right? Eh, I think if I took like the thing is, if it's a forty minute show, if it's a twenty minute show. I'll get you. All right, 20 minutes, whatever. You might watch another one just because, like, you know, you characters can build on each other. But for, like, a two-hour episode of TV, that's that's it's too long like, to be bored. But that was, like, two episodes. Like, think about this. So you got your intros and, like, your basic, like, random drama, and then you got the date episode. Like, the, the problem was is it wasn't two episodes. It was one episode that was twice as long. That should have been. Like, if this was 40 minutes instead of two hours, the same amount of content, I think the show would be infinitely better. What if you just, like, cut it in half then? Like, you cut out all that drama at that stupid ball and just, like, show people partying and then show them just kind of, like, being catty and a little bit or, like, sitting around doing nothing. You go back to the party. Like, you can make that happen in, like, two minutes. Instead, it was, like, a whole 20 minutes. It was ter- like the editing of the show is just so bad. Like Fox must be hurt to like turn that this into two hours versus like I don't know, and only eliminating two people. Like this show's gonna go on for like twenty episodes. Like no one wants that. Maybe. Oh, that's gonna be real long. Like I don't know how long this is gonna be, but like producers, editors, <laughs> you're on blast right now. Yeah, maybe that. Wow. Maybe that. You know, class is teaching. Them wrong. I think they did a lot better at the editing of the show. Like, 
I, I think for the lack of actual progress and the amount of time this took, there were shows that have been shorter and more painful for, for myself. I agree with that. I was I, so tuned out on the latter half of this, man. I don't know what you're talking about, but to each their own. I, I mean, I'm with you on the length. Like, I don't really like watching, like, like being forced to like, watch like, a whole episode in that way. I want to be able to take a break or something, and that just wasn't an option for this. Mm. But and let's go. We gotta do some questions. We're too yeah, deep. We're gonna skip some. Let's of get it. Thing. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's let's do because this one's interesting. Who's the worst human being? <laughs> Who probably dress girl. Oh, dress yeah. girl. Dress girl. Yeah, sure. So petty. Yep. It depends if like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Steven, if he knew or Kurt was signing up for this kind of show, and if he's really poor, which mm. I have my doubts. Because mm-hmm. it's I, it's a weird thing to sign up for. Yeah, I'd also put in a vote for Monica because she tried to pull a asshole power move and it well, didn't work out for her. So it did blow up in her face. Though. Yep. Mm. Thank goodness. Uh, we talked about minutia, production schedule. I see that. Um, we got to do uh, drinking rules. Ooh. Um, anytime somebody is being catty, take a drink. Anytime oh, somebody takes a shot, take a shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> got to drink while they're drinking for sure. Yeah. Ryan? Every time there's a bromance moment, take a drink. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. That's a great one. Noah, you got one? Yeah. Every time you think someone had plastic surgery, take a drink. <laughs> Like the oh, first boy. time you think they have plastic surgery, or every, every time, su- every like next episode you think they got plastic surgery between the episodes. Yeah, so there's um, some girls in the show have very obvious plastic surgery. Some you think, but you're not sure. So every time you're questioning yourself and thinking about it, you take a drink. Okay, uh, I think every time somebody gets eliminated, take a good long swig. You know, cheer mm. out for them. And that that's uh, pour one out. Pour one out. It's kind of, I was just trying to get some drink. Mm-hmm. Brian, you have one? Every time the butler delivers a sick burn. Mm-hmm. The butler's so good in the show. Yep. MVP, for sure. Oh, I just had one. Um, Max, any, you got one? Oh, sorry. Anytime they kiss, take a drink. Mm. Mm. That, that's going to happen a lot. Every time one of the bachelors says something coyly because they don't want to show if they're rich or not. Drink. Coy. Coy. Like you Coy said, Lee. I, I know Lee. I know you said coyly and I heard like like curly and I was like, what? Like, what's this word we're going for? Coyly. <laughs> Is that gonna be on Wordle tomorrow? I'm actually <laughs> Googling Thesaurus Coy to see if lie is in there. I have no idea. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. You got it. You've got a drink for every time they like avoid the question if they're rich. I don't think we really got sure. it. For that. I think that Man, there were a lot of questions early in this episode. Yeah. Alright, uh, one last one before we do ratings. What do we love about Oh, I, I got a couple. Yeah. You have a couple things you love about the show? No, I got a couple more questions. Okay. Alright, well, we yes. gotta move, move it on here. Well, Brian, what do you love about the show? That they actually acknowledge that the past one was much shittier? It's true. That's a good one. I think we've already talked about how the bromance and the butler. Amazing. Love it. I love that on the show. Noah, what do you got for me? I spoke to it a little bit before, but I, yeah, I really think the diversity of women, not just black, white, whatever, but just like they actually had some like character differences, um, at least in the beginning. I appreciate that. Max, you got one? Yeah, um, since there are 18 women on the show, they really breeze through the introductions. There are some people who don't even get a chance to say anything, and you know what? That's fine. Yeah, I agree, Max. I think they definitely didn't dwell too much on the people. It's like, you notice the people that did stuff, and like, if people didn't do anything, like, they they have no idea who they are. The important people will show up later. Yeah, Max, what, what are your questions here? I have two questions. Would this show be better if everyone was naked? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Is it blurred or show, not blurred? 
Uh, actually, sorry, I have three questions. My second question is, uh, would this show be better if it were Joe Millionaire Jr. if everybody was like 14? No. No. Like, like, so everybody's 14? Like, okay. Yeah. You, you got a fucking Richie Rich as a contestant. What? I just don't think it's all that interesting to watch reality shows where they can't drink. I think that, you know, it really oh, is. Uh, no, it can be Britain. There's still going to be teenage <laughs> drama, dude. Yeah, teenage drama is exactly what I don't want to watch. Ha- have you That's seen Euphoria? <laughs> I haven't, no. Um, and my last question is, when are they going to do uh, Joan Millionaire? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Next season. Yeah, I, I think that actually would be super clever. Joanne. Get Jeannie in there. Just got that 13 mil settlement. Yeah, right? Uh, all right, so we do a stack ranking system between top, middle, bottom, third compared to other reality shows. Noah, what do you got for me? Yeah, um, you know, I was horrified when I saw this was an 85-minute pilot. Um, you know, Love Month sometimes brings us some um, bangers, something sometimes original. This is not original. Um, there's nothing unique about it. That said, I think they produced it very well. Um, despite what the crowd here thinks, I think it was executed as almost as good as it could be for what they were, the executive producers were, were trying to get out of it. Uh, so for those reasons, I'm putting it at, at, at a middle, just solid middle. Uh, I wouldn't watch it again, but Amazing. I think that's their, their things going for it. Uh, Max, what do you got for us? Bottom third, uh, truly awful, would never spend any time on it again. Brian, what do you got for me? I'm putting this in the middle. I'm, I think that like a lot of our shows have drama. I could tune out, but the stuff that was enjoyable was really enjoyable. And I will check out another episode just to see how bad it is. Mm-hmm. My rating might change. <laughs> Right. Brian, uh, I, I can't respect that opinion at all. But, but yeah, whoa, everyone's, the, everyone's uh, a tell their own opinion. You didn't yeah. think the saloon was fun? Like, I'm still no. riding that high. That was fun. I know. Like, I oh agree boy. with you. I think I, I, that show is just them having on crazy dates with Steven. Great. I, I respect the opinion, but I think, how are you going to watch the show, Brian? Are you going to de- dedicate your whole attention I'll, I'll take my whole attention to it. I, I, mean, I tuned out like there's no way. Yeah, like it's might be a like okay. I'm gonna go. It's a bottom third show easily, but it might be a fine side team show. Like you're really trying to focus on something, and you can remember people are just talking that you can completely ignore the very white noisy. I think this show is terrible. I think the edit is so bad. I think you condense this whole show into like five episodes, and this would be great. I think that there's just like OG Joe Millionaire knew what like for 2003 knew what it was doing. It was like we can't have too much going on here. Just eliminate all these people. Let's move on to like actually people finding love. Not this bullshit party thing. This is boring. Um. <laughs> so uh, one thing before we move on to shoutouts is. There's an interesting thing that I want to bring up about Joe Millionaire OG versus the new one. So the original had a rating of 11.1 or 18.6 million viewers. That is insane. Wow. Like, no, like, that's just like, it's like NFL levels of like viewership today. Uh, no, Mr. Internet Corner, can you tell us how the pilot of this one went? I have it right here. Uh, oh, I'm looking at it. I'm looking oh. at it. Uh, 1.73 million viewers. That's which is rough. still... So, this is what I kind of wanted to bring up. Is still good. That is a good number for Fox. Right. Today. Just like 18.6 million was great for them back in the day. 1.7 is great for them today. A factor of ten loss in viewership. Easy. Yeah. He's still good. Internet killed the video star. Yeah. So that's why I think they brought it back. It's just like, you know, this is an idea. People will watch it more than some other ideas. And I mean, 
they've been keeping their viewership. They're down to like 1.68 for the last episode <laughs> that is on here for a 1.73. That's pretty good retention. That is really good retention. Wow. It won't uh, last. Best of luck to them. <laughs> season two lost half its viewership at 6.8 million viewers. But that was also the, they both were in the same year. They really pushed out a new Joe Millionaire really quickly. But yeah, uh, that's it for our discussion. Unless you have more. No one. Okay. All right. Let's do shout outs. Uh, Brian, you have a shout out for us this week? New South Park. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that it was on. Um, yeah, I want to catch that. And then uh, there's something else that was new again, too. But yeah. Shit's coming back. Um, Noah, what do you got for us? Um, I'm not watching anything new just yet. It's like the same. So I'm still in the middle of Station Eleven. Um, still Ooh, in the what middle. What episode of, are you on? I think I'm on episode eight. All um, right, you're you're towards the end. Yeah. Uh, still in the middle of Narcos Mexico, and still in my middle of my rewatch of Nathan for You. Uh, Nathan for You really is just like the more I watch it, the more I just I'm like yeah, this really is a gem. Uh, so shout out to Nathan Fielder. I know you're listening. Max, you got a shout out this week? Uh, I have no shout outs this week. Noah, do you know what Nathan, Nathan Fielder is a producer on? I do. I, I do. Because yeah. like the first That's time true. I saw How How To with John Wilson, it gave so many Nathan for you vibes. And then like when you click into it, like, oh shit, that's why. Yeah, yeah. I had the same reaction. Uh, what's shocking though, Nathan's at least from a credit perspective, doesn't seem to have been up to much. Um, he did though get a, sh- a new show greenlit on HBO, I think, off of John Wilson's success. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they just got greenlit for season three, so good for them. Yeah. He's just he's just rolling in that Nathan for you money. And maybe I mean, he also has a uh, Summit Ice. Do you guys know this? No. I mean, obviously the show's older now. So in one of the episodes, he um, talks about how you know you don't want to be a Holocaust denier, and so he creates a brand of clothing that is uh, Holocaust first. So like all the marketing material is like remember the Holocaust. We support like Holocaust remembrance. Not as it's a terrible idea to sell anything, but you could still buy Summit Ice apparel to this day. Um, and one of the best things, Fielder tweeted like just a few days ago how um, this uh, older Jewish guy, he died recently, he's a Holocaust survivor, but in his Obit picture, he's wearing a Summit Ice jacket, which is just like That's, so good. Oh no. Did you just buy one? Did you just buy something, Noah? I really want to. Um, do they sell? Uh, yeah. They sell onesies for you, Noah. Um, I, I actually, I, I think they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, my sh- I don't remember what my shout out was last week, but Peacemaker, so good. It's the best superhero show since the Marvel superhero shows on Netflix. Like this, is so it's so funny. John Cena is so good. You should be watching that for sure, hundred uh, percent. I don't. I think I shouted out After Party last week. Actually, probably didn't. So After Party is a murder mystery show on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, it's it's like a Rashomon style. Each episode like has a different story from a different perspective in a different genre. So it's like entertaining uh, on that level. I don't think it like is super good, but it's very entertaining. So for something like that, um, I'd recommend that. And then next week, we're tentatively going to be watching My Mom, Your Dad on HBO Max. Season one, episode one, if you want to watch along with us, it is supposed to be part of Love Month. Welcome to Love Month, everyone. We're watching lovey reality TV shows. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at WhoBitThisOn. You can find us on Facebook.com. You can ask questions, suggestions at WhoBitThisOn at gmail.com. Find us on TikTok.com as Who Put This On Podcast. Follow us there. Please rate us on iTunes and Spotify. And we'll see you guys next time. Love is in the air.
I've been trying to. I was thinking about watching Murderville. Have you heard of Murderville? I wa- yeah. watched the first episode. Oh, I should burn that. Damn it! You can still burn it, Brian. You're, we're recording right now. It's okay. not good, Brian. No, I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you yeah. said you were gonna burn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, gonna no, no, it. not not burn it. Like burn. Like sorry, I meant just <laughs> like um uh use it for like the shout outs. Oh.